the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock, start the kickback Hey yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil It's like hot one, hot two NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. Your host, the Cowboy, three-man booth again with Mr. John D'Amato and Cowboy Sr. Coming to you on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, so we've already had a few games this week. John, how was your holiday? Uh, terrific, and uh, I'm thankful to, uh, to speak to you guys and be friends with you guys. Uh, not, not thankful for the results of the games, but what are you going to do? can't control that you can't control uh you know good friends and uh, good companies but thanks for being here right right back at you john right back at you and senior yourself and nice job shining the light on the positive john because we always have to remind ourselves of that that these are just games we're all passionate about it we enjoy it but we have a lot to be thankful for when it comes to the real real important things in life and Right back at you, John and Raj. It's it's great to be able to do this today. Thankful for this. So the Vikings thankful for Pierre Strong running into the punter, senior. Yeah, you know, that's why I'm, you know, the game's so important to the Patriots every game now because they're absolutely fighting for their playoff lives. And I know their, their schedule's tough and I know the Vikings are a good team and you got to be able to accept the loss. But the last thing I expect from the Patriots is to lose the game because of special teams. And Pierre Strong running into the punter, giving them an, a free possession where they get the winning touchdown and also a broken kickoff return, which is totally unacceptable and something we just just doesn't happen with our where our coaches places such an emphasis on special teams that. You know, he, you know he's taking this one hard, and he's pretty upset about this loss. Hard way to lose when also uh, our defense didn't play as, you, as well as they've been playing. And uh, the silver lining on the loss, even though right now wins mean more than anything, is that how well Mac played. About as well, he, he made about as many good throws as, as I've ever seen him make in a game. That was the positive, but... Very disappointed to have our special teams give the game away. It, Matt Mack did play well. Couple of, in my opinion, couple of unacceptable sacks toward the end. You got to figure out a way to get rid of the ball, um, especially on the um, was it third and about seven to lead to the fourth to the fourth and sixteen. Yeah, that's true. But he did make numerous, numerous, really good throws, throwing the ball downfield, like things that they say are part of his weaknesses, you know, throwing those balls to the outside, 20, 30 yards downfield, made a number of real, putting the ball right on the money. So I'm going to take it as, for the most part, an encouraging game for Mac. All right. And a couple of, you know, there there were a number of um, boneheaded plays for the Patriots shooting themselves in the foot. Um, A couple of face masks, a couple of face mask penalties, dropped interceptions it was just it was a game that was there for the taking and they didn't take it this is how minnesota's been doing it all year right john nice edge yeah i, I gotta ask you guys how many games in the in belichick's uh, 20 or uh, whatever year career have been lost due to special teams and penalties uh, you could probably count them on one hand uh, minus a few fingers so I don't know if it's law of averages or or what, but uh, that 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 was the story. Of, for, but but still, from you know from a, a non-partial objective observer, when they, when they came out in the third, Mac let him right down. Terrific drive, Bing Bang, Hunter Henry uh, getting in, making his money at twenty three to sixteen. I I figure that uh, uh, Cousins is going to turn into a prime time Cousins here, or, and uh, and and the Pats are going to take this one over. And uh, yeah, that kickoff was shocking and. And and some of the plays at the end, uh, you know, Hunter Henry on the second one. Ah, man, I, I hate that now. Now nowadays it's like, what is a catch? Uh, they they over uh, over officiated. Uh, he had the ball across the goal line, but it should be a tutty right there. But then as he come down, pointed the ball, hits the ground. That, that that's another you know big one that uh, you can't can't control. You know you know dicey uh, referee. Uh, 
uh, review stuff. But uh, yeah, th- th- that's got to be a tough one for you guys. Though. Question, questionable call. And I've noticed it this year where because they're communicating with New York, it seems like whatever the um, the official who they have on the on the broadcast, he was very adamant that it was a that it was an incomplete pass. And I swear they're listening to that because I, I think about the about some of the reviews this year and it seems like they. T- oh, <laughs> they, oh, no, but. But that's that's definitely. I mean, they're a part of the, uh, you know, they're a part of the decision. Like like 199.9 percent of the times, what Pereira, what Pereira says, it is what it is. They they they're like in in cahoots there. So that's what I'm saying. That's always the case. But because... but it's it's really frustrating because back in the days, we know every time the 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 guy the receiver or the the runner has the ball and crosses the goal line with it, plays over touchdown. That's it. Rap kick the extra point. Let's go, man. Now, now it's like he's, oh, he, he got to come down and the, the point of the the ball, hit, you know, hit the ground and this and this. It's too over officiated for me. Yeah, and it was real close. Like I, I think I think there there could have been an argument for going with the call on the field due to insufficient evidence. Like his hand was under the ball. He had both hands on the ball the whole time. Is that really a loss of control? But can't control that stuff. It, it is what it is. Winnable game for the Patriots that unfortunately they did not win. And it puts them in a difficult spot in the, um, in the competitive AFC um, in the, in the four o'clock game, John Valley valiant effort by the undermanned giants, mm. but just couldn't, couldn't quite get over the hump. Yeah, well, since we last spoke, uh, that, that's two L's, uh, you know, coming off a disappointing effort for, for, versus the Lions, where they, they you know, finally uh, uh, Coach Dayball, who's who's been praised and everything as the next uh, Vince Lombardi, so he's finally caught, caught a little heat, heat, and he's got to realize that you know there's some going to be going to be some adversity uh, if you want to be a head a head coach and a successful head coach in the NFL. A uh, team expected to win, they get they got booed off the field that. At halftime, didn't put in a good effort. Uh, he lost one of his uh, starting cornerbacks because he, you know, he put him back there a return of punts, and uh, it turns out a Dory Jackson gets hurt on the on the punt return. So, a, a lot of stuff. But uh, yeah, the, I definitely uh, appreciated the effort. But uh, at the end of the day, the talent just wasn't there. Uh, all of uh, Gettleman's uh, bad drafts and uh, all of Dallas's uh, excellent drafts with uh, you know whatever the Jones kid or whoever's running the show there. Really, the, uh, the the talent was just overwhelming. Whether it's C.D. Lamb, Pollard, Zeke Elliott, you know Parsons, the guys coming at you on the defense, they got like uh, six uh, different tight ends making plays. Uh, so definitely, uh, uh, the more talented team uh, won the game. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I didn't think the Giants played a bad game. I mean, the Cowboys, you know, if you on paper. I mean, yeah. it's a, almost every position. It's like it was. A, it's like they're they're loaded from a personnel perspective. Yeah. And uh, um, Lamb was was really good. He went for went for the Odell multiple times. Yeah. Uh, hey, they said, and there is a silver lining though, because they, they say the winner of that was going to be the uh, the, winner, the winner of the Odell sweepstakes. Which um, the next the, the thing I see is he has a meeting with the Cowboys like December fifth. It's like. He, there really doesn't seem to be much urgency. The you know the season's running down, and it's not like after that devastating injury that he's going to be able to step right in and and, and dominate. So I, I'm not too uh, disappointed if uh, that that, he, that it looks like he's probably not going to come to the Giants, and uh, I'm not going to lose any sleep over that. No, and I mean he's a better fit on the Cowboy. I mean he's on the Giants. He would almost be expect like I think the expectations would be a little too high for yep. exactly the reasons you said. Like he's not. He's not ready to come in and step in as like a number one receiver right now. I think the same thing. Like if you were, you know, I know the Packers had been talked about in the past, but on the Cowboys where they can they can sprinkle them in, they already have a good receiving core. They can sprinkle them in and you know play twenty five percent of the snaps, third downs. I think would be a good fit for him. And then uh, senior in game one, um, great game. The Bills pull it out of the fire. 28-25 against the Lions. Uh, real spirited effort by the Lions. What do you what do you think? Yeah, kind of 
kind of what we I think that's what we had said that we expected the Lions, the feisty Lions, to put up a big fight, and they did again. They could have won the game. I mean, very, very close. I mean, you think of a few things like um, uh, missing missing a 29-yard field goal and you lose by three points. You know, right, right there is uh, Badgley missing that. He makes that field goal. Who knows? And to take and tying the game up with 25 seconds left, and then the guy with the supposedly bad elbow throws throws a laser beam <laughs> 47 yards in the air on a frozen rope and slips it in between guys to uh, digs. That was an yeah. unbelievable play. That's where, you know, having a tremendous athlete can make a difference on just one, one huge play in a game. But the Lions are playing good football. I mean, they had won three in a row. They're a fun team to watch. Their, their defense is suspect, but it seems to be playing a little bit better. They're not getting completely thrashed defensively and and their offense is good they score you know they could golf is golf is getting it done with uh, st brown is a real stud receiver in their running game i mean it's it's good williams is big seems to be have become the more primary back but they're both good it gives you a, a, a good two-headed back they're they're a feisty team and they maybe they play a little bit with the personality of a coach you know he's He's a fighter, and they they see they fight, they never quit. So, kudos to the Lions. But as a as a Pats fan, I was really rooting for for them to win the game, and it almost happened. They played a great game. They played a great game, and but that throw by Allen, I mean, there's, you know, maybe maybe Mahomes has the gun to make that throw, but the arm strength it takes. I mean, he threw it like it was almost like. A, like a 40-yard slant that he, like, squeezed in there. It's an incredible throw, right, John? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a shame how, how it ended. Uh, it, uh, Campbell, a little inexperienced, uh, kind of mismanaged uh, the, the last couple minutes. Did. Uh, didn't want to use his time. I, thought, I think it was too psyched out about giving the ball back to Allen, which is what they did eventually. And, and even that, uh, that last place, uh, uh, St. Brown uh, was a yard short. I would like to see him give him a better effort to get that first down. That would have been huge where, where they could have cut it down to the uh, – yeah. they could have cut the clock down to, to the end so they at least uh, had the tie. Yeah, instead and, of going for that play down the sideline. Yeah. I agree. I, that was that seemed like very questionable play calling there. But uh, hey, hey, the days of the Lions uh, being laughing stock, I, I think are coming to a close because uh, don't forget they had uh, – a number one pick uh, who was injured, uh, uh, Jamison Williams, who's uh, who's due I back uh, any week now. So with him and St. Brown, that's going to be a dynamic duo. Uh, so, yeah. so, so the days of uh, you know of laughing at the Browns and uh, yeah. are, are, are over. They got they got quite a quite a nice offense. And, uh, and they have they have been bad defensively, but Hutchinson looks like a looks like he was yeah. worth it. Oh yeah, but, he he was defensive player of the week the the week before, where he killed the. That was a game-changing play versus the versus the Giants when he when he he dropped back and covered a receiver and made the pick. That was that was a, a an, an all-pro play. Yeah, and you know it's funny because if if the Bills lose that game, it's like DefCon four <laughs> in Buffalo. So it's funny how just a just a play or two right may make make the difference. But you know when yeah, it was time. It's crazy. When, I just want to point out, it's crazy, like when Buffalo, when they took the 25-22 lead and missed the extra point, I, I, I don't know, that kind of worked, in, that kind of, I don't know how that worked against too, but uh, it, it was like Detroit was like, oh good, all we need is a field goal to tie. Maybe Detroit would have been more aggressive if they were down by four, and they would have got the touchdown. Yeah, uh, good point. Especially Buffalo, uh, Von Miller, they weren't getting any pass rush. So, uh, yeah, that was crazy how some of the kicking, and you know, yeah, you mentioned the the Detroit guy missed the badly missed the the, the the chippy so it was a it, it, there was a lot of twists and turns in this game and, and even that last field goal I thought he missed it I was like yeah, <laughs> it was fading right I don't yeah turn left uh, but but uh, not a terrific game we really this was one of the best uh, Thanksgivings in a while uh, yeah even, absolutely uh, you know the, the 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 worst game was the uh, you know the Giants and then they they at least hung in there for three quarters. So. Yeah, real, real entertaining, and and the, the the bookends were both great games. I mean, the Patriots unhappy with the result, but it was certainly the game played out certainly differently than I think us and probably most folks thought. 
um, given no, we haven't we haven't had a show since last week, of course, and given the um, offensive performance during Patriots Jets and what the Vikings offense looked like against the Cowboys, you almost expected like a 13-10 kind of game. And it wasn't that it was a lot of points. Very exciting. Um, so just real briefly, senior, since we haven't talked about it, what was your uh, what was your take on the uh, punt return for a touchdown that you watched while in enemy enemy territory? Well, there you go. Now, that's more like it right there. I mean, the Patriots winning a game with the special teams. But so that was a great way to finish the game and a great way to win. And I know what the score was of the game and everything. But, I mean, watching the game, the Pats at least moved the ball throughout the game and then couldn't finish drives. The Jets couldn't even move the ball at all. I mean, the Pats Pats defense just completely shut them down, and Zach Wilson was putrid, leading to him getting benched. I mean, who ever heard of a team having two total yards in the second half of a game? They held him to two yards in the second half. So the Pats really deserved to win that game. And uh, yeah, it was nice the way it ended. But, it, I mean, if Steady Nick, who never misses field goals, wouldn't have missed two, we would, then on the Pats wouldn't have needed that. But the Jets' defense is major league, really good, no doubt about it. But it just goes to show without that most important position, when you play a team with a real defense, it's really hard to get things done. And uh, and also, I still say their offense really misses Brees Hall, that he, he, he was so dynamic that he made things a little easier for Wilson. So now who knows what's going on over there with, with let the Mike White era begin again in New York. But did, it was did, a sweet did, win. Do you agree with the decision to bench Wilson? And it seems like a... You know, you know what the 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 more you follow the narrative, the impression you're getting is the benching is just as much a result as of the post game comments as it was of his play, him him not taking responsibility when they asked him uh, did the offense let the defense down and he said no the offense didn't let the defense down when he should have said something like uh, I let the team down we we can't win without better play quarterback play than that something like what what josh allen said when you know when the bills took their losses i have to be better you know you're the leader of the team and it's bad enough he's not playing well but now it now it comes out that they're saying he had lost the locker room and everything so his leadership qualities he needs he needs to not only play better he needs to mature and it's really looking like uh Bye bye, a, a number two overall pick on a on a team that's drafted so well in the last few years, except for the quarterback position. Seems like it might be another Sam Darnold, where you'll see him as a backup, something kicking around the league starting next it, year. I think that might be selling damn Sam Darnold a little short. <laughs> well, that's really who he is. I know he's starting this week, but I mean. Sam Donald's a backup quarterback that's kicked. No, but he, I mean, he's. I think he's better than he's better than Wilson. Wilson uh, Wilson's got the look of like a like a leaf, like a Ryan Leaf. Where I mean, usually when guys are this bad, like this putridly bad, they don't turn it around. Like I mean, Geno was never this bad. Um, Donald. Not really. Was never. I mean, this this guy looks like looks like a total total gaff of a yeah, pick. And, and that that draft, that draft, the quarterbacks have largely disappointed outside of Fields. But I mean, if the if the Jets had it to do over, they would take I think any one of them, including Davis Mills. Yeah, you know, uh, it would have been. It's too bad it doesn't look like Fields is going to play this week. But how ironic would that have been? The week that they bench Donald, they face Fields. But it looks like that separated shoulder is probably going to keep him out. 50-50, senior. But you look, he look may at be this, out. He may be out there. Look at this Jets team. Everything they've done. I mean, all the good young personnel they have, you know, and on the defensive side of the ball, and you know, like 
Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson, how good would they be if they would have drafted Justin Fields? I think as a Patriot fan, we should I should be happy that they didn't. Yeah, or the, if um, if Trey Lance didn't get hurt, there's a pretty decent chance I think that Jimmy G would be in would be in New York right now, and that 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 would help them out a lot as well. So John, John Bears at Jets this week, as Senior alluded to, probably no Fields. The Bears coming off um, coming off another loss where it's a, they, they they're they're a young team. They gutted their defense and they still, you know, they still tend to hang in these games, but have not been have not been winning these games. Do you see a scenario where the Bears step it up and and win? No, none at all. Uh, even if it was uh, even if it was Fields versus Zach Wilson instead of uh, White versus uh, Simeon, even if it was Fields versus Wilson, I still go with the, the Jets. The, the defense is too overwhelming, and uh, the Bears' defense is is not. You know, they, they traded all, all their guys. They they rebuild. Even if it was Wilson, he would he would have uh, not. Uh, Wilson's you know at, terrible games were versus the Patriots. He he at least managed to. To, to manage the the other games, you know, with, without turning the ball and being so horrible, but it, it might have been a blessing in disguise for the Jets that that he lost that press conference because they they probably wouldn't have benched him if uh, you know if if it, if he, the reaction wasn't so horrible, but because to, to to put it all on him, I mean, the offensive line and and even the play call, they they didn't. They didn't uh, sell out for the run. Uh, you know, third and one, you you throw a pass that loses two yards, and it's uh, you know to, to to put it all on him. But he should have at least uh, taken his share of the of the responsibility because you can't have you, you got about three different receivers that uh, you, you know are actively acting up in the in the middle of the game when when uh, you know as a reaction to his passes and it's it's not a good look and even a, a couple times when when he'd make a rare good throw you see the receivers aren't comfortable there's no continuity the receivers would like jump when when, when the ball would would come right to him because there's no there's no fluidity with the with the passes and uh but also besides Wilson you know some of the receivers got to grow up uh, you know like Elijah Moore and Mims at separate times you know crying complaining instead of you know throwing the, your quarterback under the bus and complaining about not getting the ball you get you got to lift your your QB up and 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 uh, now even uh, Garrett Wilson is was do is doing the same thing so you you, you at least got to you know before you throw the guy under under the bus you got to at least give him a chance but I'm not a defender Wilson. I'm saying that he's going to be this great uh, thing, but there, there was a lot of stuff that went against him. But the, the, definitely when he lost the when he when he lost the room with that with that at the press conference, that was a that was a nail in the coffin. But anyway, uh, that's easy either way. It is a nice you know a nice soft matchup for Mike White to start if he's if he is going to be the quarterback going forward. Um, I also I also like the Jets with or without Field Senior. Yeah, definitely, definitely like the Jets, and yeah, as you said, what a spot for White. He'll he'll be the he'll be the king if he plays a good game, which isn't going to be that hard to do against Bears defense, arguably the worst defense in the league. Then all of a sudden, hey, White's the man. This is it. We've you know we found the answer. <laughs> so, so I he, mean, he's in, he's in a nice spot to set that kind of narrative up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then we take a look at the schedule. You know, one of the things we always do on here is kind of look for look for games between, you know, meaningful games to preview between winning teams. And, you know, unfortunately, outside of Thanksgiving, we have one game this week where both where both teams have a winning record. So we'll talk about it. Cincinnati, Cincinnati going to Tennessee. Tennessee coming off a nice Thursday night victory against Green Bay, um, which we talked about last week, a game they were they were somehow not, you know, somehow not favored in. But they came in, they came out there and took care of uh, took care of business. And the Bengals um, threw up, put up. It was kind of a mixed bag. So they scored 37 points against the awful Steelers, but they gave up 30. So. We have the Bengals going to the Titans. What do you expect to see here, John? 
I expect to see a, a great game. Uh, just a, rematch, a big rematch of the uh, the upset uh, last year. Now the the tables are kind of turned where the Cincinnati is uh, is the favorite in uh, Tennessee. As usual, the Titans uh, always get a always get disregarded and uh, and Vrabel. So uh, I I look for this to be a revenge game for that for that playoff game and. Uh, and the Titans take take the next step towards a, possibly a, a first round bye. No respect for the Titans being if the, on, on underdogs at home here. It just doesn't really make any sense. They do have the Titans have a great run defense and a bit of a funnel pass defense, but they've been better in recent weeks. The Bengals. Um, are getting Jamar Chase back most likely could be in a, could be in a limited role so that's obviously huge for them. Real interesting game, senior. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's a, it is a real good game, and you know we're looking at the Titans, and I I, I totally respect them. You know, I love their their old fashioned style football. We pound the ball with Henry. He's a battering ram, and we play solid defense. But as you said, they they are they're really hard to run on, but they're a little susceptible to the pass, which makes Chase coming back very important. And also the fact that um, it looks like Mixon isn't going to be playing for Cincinnati in this game. You probably couldn't have gotten them going, gotten the ground game going anyway. So it means you know P Ryan takes the premier role, and as we saw last week, P Ryan's game is. He's he's a real good pass receiving back, which almost plays into this game. So I think it's going to be a a really really good game, and I'm going to pick the Bengals in a close game, just because I think I'm going to go with the team that needs it more. They're six and four. They're in that they're in that spot fighting with the Pats and the Jets for those last you know the last couple of playoff spots, and. And a loss really hurts them, knocking them to six and five, where I, I think going into this week, they were the first team out. And now with the Patriots losing, if they win, they'd be the last team in the playoffs. So I'm going to go with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and the Bengals in a very close game in like a 27-24 eh, win. Perfectly reasonable, senior. I think this is a close game. Um, I'm, with, I'm with John on this one. Titans at home, Henry, Traylon Burks um, really looked good last week. And I mean, really, they need that dimension where they have a threat on the outside to really complete, you know, to complete their offense. And I'm going to I'm going to buy in that their their recent defensive play is in a mirage. Um, They do have a good front four. And the Bengals have a noted offensive line issues. So I think I think that the pass rush, um, which was also very good against Kansas City, will slow down the Bengals enough to to give the Titans the victory here. One thing, you know, in, in that game against the Packers and watching the game, the Packers defensively, I mean, they loaded the box so much against Henry the whole game like they committed. So if you were looking at the before the, the defense, just so committed to the run, which I guess you're going to kind of do, but maybe not to that extent, because it really opened up the play action passing game. And it was as good as I've seen Tannehill look in a while because of that. You know, it was easy for him. I think you got to defend Henry if you're the Bengals, but you can't load the ball. It looked like they were playing like third and one defense the entire game. And, you know, even Tannehill can take advantage of that with, like you say, with a guy like Burke. So that's that's going to be an interesting thing to watch, too. But I think that was the Packers demise that they just overcommitted against the run. And what the Titans do is they don't completely get away from Henry, even though you're doing that. So so the Packers never came out of it. And the play action passing game was really where they got most of their offense. Yeah, absolutely. It's a a pick your poison kind of scenario there. Right. So, you know, they may come out with that with that type of mindset senior. But if 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 Henry's running, running wild on them, you almost have to bring another guy or two into the box. Right. So it really 
you know, to, to do that right from the beginning of the game when it's not Malik Willis playing quarterback doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But as the game goes on, when you see um, watch the Titans play, you'll see that you'll see that safety creeping up. Yep, for good reason. All right. And the next I guess the next most important game we have is the five and six Falcons heading to the six and five Commanders. The Falcons coming off a, a nice 27-24 victory over the Bears. The Commanders took care of business against the Texans. Taylor Heineke has them on a, a winning streak. The defense is playing well. Um, I think they're a pretty good team. I'll go first here. The Falcons are very trick-or-treat. You know that the, you know what they're going to want to do is pound the rock and slow the game down. But to me, that kind of plays right into the commander's hands. I don't know that they'll be able to do that against the commander's defense. So it probably, the game probably rests on Mariota's arm. And given that, the Falcons defense, not not particularly stout. The, the commanders have been doing a good job of, you know, using their two-headed running back, ball control, Heineke making plays when he has to. The, I, I personally, I see a, a pretty comfortable commander's victory here. John. Yeah, I do too. Uh, the commander's, yeah, arrow's going up. Uh, Chase Young might, might be back uh, this game or, or do back any week now. And uh, definitely a big difference under Heineke. Uh, unfortunately, my, a lot of times, uh, luck of the schedule or, or whatever, it's when you play the teams. Uh, you know, for my Giants, it would have been nice to play them early in the week. They got to play them the twice. Twice, uh, you know, they got to play the two games uh, at the end of the season. It would have been nice to play against Taylor, uh, against Wentz, and uh, and not with uh, Chase Young in the lineup. And uh, it looks like by when those Giant games, uh, uh, it's going to be Heineke and uh, and Chase Young's going to be in there. So they're, they're definitely uh, playing better. Uh, I, I'm like you. I like them big. And senior. I hope we're not putting the curse on, but I don't even have to think about this one, really. Two teams that like to run the ball. One of them has a major league defense. One doesn't. And they, as you guys um, speak about Heineke, John, it's a something where the team just plays better when he's in there. They, it yeah. seems like the guy, they really like playing for Heineke. He must be one heck of a leader. And he makes... He tends to make the clutch plays when you need them too. So, yeah, I I think this is kind of, this is a mismatch. Commanders walk to a victory. Yeah, he's got that that whatever. It's not a not a numbers. Uh, you, you know, you look it at the factor. Uh, yeah, you, you can guy. tell the team. The team really respects him. Yep, you can tell. It's got a it's a little Geno factor. A little bit of a Geno factor there. I think they I think they like Heineke and have a rallied around him. All right, and then as far as, <laughs> it's a real ugly week, guys. It's a real, oh, real ugly week. Awful. Um, we could talk about, gosh, Raiders at Seahawks. No, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the, the, the hot Raiders coming off the the, the Raiders win. coming off a win in Denver. Uh, at least offensively, they've been playing a little bit better. Um, Seattle coming off a uh, coming off the bye, the games in Seattle. Seattle favored for a reason. Senior, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, I I think it plays as a, as as a reasonably close game because as you said, the, the Raiders will score points. You know, uh, Devontae will get some things done and they'll run the ball and. But then they, but they don't win. Their defense is bad. They give up key plays, and they, they're a team that's just going to find a way to lose the game, turn it over, whatever it takes, or let the other team drive the ball in, in the important drive and play no D. They just find a way to lose every week. And the Seahawks have been a team that's kind of overachieved and found a way to win. So I, I don't see it as a blowout, but I see it, and I see points, fairly high scoring, close game. Seahawks win by like six points or something just because the Raiders lose and the Seahawks win. We're in agreement there, senior. I think it, I think it is a close game. I think it's a three point game, but Seattle, I, the Seattle defense is just, is just better than the Raiders. Like 
Yeah, so I so I think I think they're going to have trouble with the, the Seattle offensive attack, particularly Walker. I think will probably run wild on them. With that said, I do think the Raiders will score points, but home field. This this has the makings of a game that the Raiders lose at the end. Senior uh, John. Yeah, uh, Seattle coming off the bye. The uh, and the Raiders. Uh, congratulations to Josh McDaniel. He won the uh, the, the whatever bowl. Uh, <laughs> you know, the the coach gets fired bowl uh, <laughs> over Hackett. Uh, and and uh, and of course, I, I I barely saw it. They barely showed it on the on the red zone. But there was some her, uh, typical horrific. Uh, uh, manage clock management at the end of the game for Denver, where, where they could have took it in, easily, took it into where they gave the Raiders a chance at the end to tie it up. Uh, unbelievable. He's he's a real dumpster fire. Yeah, well, McDaniel's no better, but but yeah, I agree with you guys. The Raiders will, will probably make it respectable, but uh, Seattle coming off the bye and uh, coming off a tough loss in uh, in Germany, uh, they they'll pull it together get to get the seven and four. All right. Bucks at Browns, I would say, is the next best game. Wow. Uh, last week of Jacoby <laughs> Brissett as the starting quarterback in Cleveland. Um, the Browns had a real nice win against the Bengals and followed that up with a loss to the Bills, where they didn't they didn't play awful, but they No, they hung know, in there. Yeah, they they ultimately oh. lost. What was that, senior? I just say it's just a horrible matchup for the Browns, who their strength on offense is Nick Chubb, and the Bucks' strength on defense is they stop the run. I mean, this is another. We we're gonna when we get through this whole lineup this week, we're gonna have the possible jinx on a lot of teams because they're almost all like games you're gonna be unanimous. That's there's bound to be one upset. Come on, how can you pick the Browns over the Bucks? Yeah, I mean Jacoby, you say that. I mean, they they threw the ball very well last week, right? Okay. I mean, okay. Jacoby Jacoby's Jacoby's been pretty good. I think this is the best chance for an upset of the obvious games. It's in Cleveland. Um, the Bucks' pass defense is not very good, and the Bucks' offense has not been good, right? So the Brown the Browns it's almost the same similar deal, right? Where the Browns are a team you can run on. And I know I, you know, Fournette may or may not play. Watch Rashad good. White looked looked pretty good in the last game, but it's not like the the Bucks are this pounded out kind of team where where I, I I go out on a limb and say say the Browns win this game. Wow. Okay, you're on Browns Island. Yeah, I'm not buying. I'm I'm not buying that, especially uh. Bucks come off the bye, and uh, they got a little mojo. The, the, the receivers look like they're starting to get uh, healthy. Uh, Godwin, uh, even uh, Julio Jones. Uh, there was a Julio Jones sighting in Germany. and made a co- couple nice plays. Uh, uh, Brady and Otten uh, got a connection going. So I, I think the Bucks offense is, is going to get ready to roll as they go down the stretch. But but the Browns, uh, just about every they, they very rarely get blown out. So they'll, they'll put in a, a good effort and, and make it close at home. But books in the end. Yeah, and I mean, some of it's just like Senior said. Usually, usually there's one kind of shocker, right? And I don't see really many other options. Um, we can go through the games. Ravens at Jaguars. Hmm. Mm, you never know. Wow, the Ravens. That Panthers uh, game was not impressive for. Yeah, for the it's Ravens. another. It's another yeah. possibility here on the road. The Ravens played awful in the Panthers game. Um, Mayfield, Mayfield and Zach Wilson vying for worst quarterback in the NFL honors. And the Ravens kind of got out with their lives. If the uh, if the Panthers could do anything at all on offense, they would have won the game. The Jaguars. Yeah, they're another, coming off a bye. Uh, another uh, team that just tends to lose. They just tend to lose. Yeah, I'm, I, I'll, I'll stick with I'll, I'll stick with Harbaugh is going to. Going to have them improved over last week's performance. It, it's it's kind of good when you when you win a game like that, that that you play terrible into a terrible team, and uh, so so maybe uh, you know that'll be motivation for for this week. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you know, the, the Jaguars. The line's only three and a half, but 
but I, but I'll go with the Raiders to hold to hold here and come through. That's All it. right. I'm sure you have. You look at the Ravens' schedule, and the last yeah. week of the season they play Cincinnati, and up to that they, they're all like yeah. three and seven. There's nobody yeah. even close to 500 there. Easy peasy, yeah. Garbage, and I honestly think they they'll probably win most of them, and go in and probably get a home game in the playoffs, and be a team that's talked about. And they're going to be the they're going to be a paper tiger because I don't I don't think they're that good this year. It's just they got the the easiest walk schedule. That I don't. Yeah, I don't, but uh, I, I know, I know they've 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 done things in the playoffs before, and they play physical. And I see them going in with going into the playoffs with a good record, and maybe going out in the first round. Screw the Ravens. Yeah, but they but, but they should win this game, you know. Yeah, that schedule is easy, but also those two the Steeler games are always tough, no matter what their records are. So. It's a little, maybe a little misleading. Uh, well, I guess the Steelers, the Steelers now with Watt and, and uh, Fitzpatrick like back. Uh, you know, they they still Tomlin still has them fighting. Well, as a Pats fan, I wish I was looking at a schedule the rest of the way, saying the Steelers are the, are the tough game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, as, as we go down the list here. We come to Chargers at Cardinals. So the the, the poor Cardinals took a uh, a predictable beating on Monday in night football in Mexico, and uh, Kyler Murray is coming back. The um, the Chargers have, you know, it was a it was a it was a great game. Chiefs Chargers was it was a great game. No ifs ands or buts about it. Herbert played well, but again, lost Mike Williams in, in, you know, it looks like he's not going to play this week Um, against the cards. There's a chance it doesn't matter. The cards had the look of a team that kind of, which is, which is always troubling for the head coach. And I'm sure senior was um, one of the first to notice this, but they, 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 they had a look of a team that kind of, when the going got tough in that Niners game kind of laid down. Is that what you saw senior? Yeah, they knew they were overmatched. They felt it, and they just they just died. And, and then, as you said, to, the the Chargers look 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 better. They're starting to get a little bit healthier. And uh, you say they lost Mike Williams, but it looks like Keenan Allen is really coming coming back, getting healthy. And Palmer really played a nice game. Herbert finally got well. Maybe that's something to has, the Cardinals' defense has something to do with it. But he finally had some time to throw the ball. For the, one of the first times this year, and we know how good he is. Oh, what's in the car? It was the Chiefs' defense? That's right. So with the Cardinals' defense, I expect him to have even more time to throw. Yeah, I mean the Chiefs' defense isn't very good either. Senior, uh, so. No, I, 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 I see the Chargers winning this game pretty comfortably, and maybe get start, starting to get people back and maybe get on a roll and sneak into the playoffs. They would be a team you wouldn't want to face if they sneak into the playoffs and get healthy and that yeah, the Cardinals are the Cardinals. It's a, it's a thing how, you know, how things were looking up for Arizona the last couple of years and how quickly it's turned down. And then they're really a mess this year. They, I mean, they, they have, they have talent, so it could just be a, um, a blip year for them. I think, I think the Kingsbury experiments pretty much run its course at this point and he'll be, he'll be gone. Um, You've seen some of the Sean the Sean Payton rumors. That would Maybe be a, a nice, slight improvement there. It yeah. would be a nice get for the Cardinals. Um, you know, Kyler needs somebody in there who's gonna. You know, he he hasn't been good this year, and obviously, like some of the stuff with, you know, the way he him and Kingsbury interact on the sidelines, it seems like Kyler like. You know, I, we could use a coach that maybe he respects a little, <laughs> a little, a little more than Kingsbury. Um, I also like the Chargers here. Arizona could keep it close, but I, I like I, I like the Chargers. Um, they're just they're just a better team right now, John. Yeah, Chargers all the way. And uh, uh, to, to Senior's point, uh, even uh, clueless uh, Troy Aikman uh, pointed out how. Uh, Cardinals uh, defenders were kind of going uh, Quitsville at the end uh, on on that last Kittle touchdown where 
the guy guys kind of backed off and let him uh, just waltz into on the sidelines. Not not a good look. Uh, this another uh, uh, coach loser leaves town uh, match, and uh, Kingsbury is going to be gone. But uh, I, I wouldn't think Staley would be should be too uh, comfortable either, because uh, yeah, yeah, that that inside information you guys uh, passed about about Peyton that would be a, a good look. And uh, you know, if I was him, I, I would look more towards the towards the Chargers and the the Cardinals. I don't think. Uh, yeah, Murray's got to grow up a lot. He's he's got a little uh, Zach Wilson in him. Uh, maybe not on the field, but uh, as far as off the it's not just a coach. Uh, you know, him and Hopkins going at. I don't think uh, he's got the you know the respect of his uh, players, which uh, which might come with uh, you know age and maturity. So, but uh, I I look for the charges easy in this one. Yep, yep. So we clean sweep there. Um, so I'm going. The writer and I are going to. Pats yes. Cardinals, Mon- Pats yes. Cardinals Monday Night Football, and I, I took I did a strategy, John, that you would you of all of all the people in my life would appreciate. So I took my football knowledge. I said, I bet I bet the 49ers are going to kick the shit out of the Cardinals. I'm going to hold off on buying the tickets. And sure enough, mm-hmm. I got the seats for like 120 bucks less each. Right. Yeah. <laughs> After the game. So that was a uh, we're on the uh, we're on like the 20 yard line in the 21st row. And let's just say not exactly uh, UFC prices. Yeah, there's not high demand for the in Arizona this year. No, great, great move. The, the best the best the best I ever did was me and Katie went to New Orleans for our anniversary and I said, oh, we should see a Pelicans game while we're there. <laughs> and it was um, AD, AD was, it was like when he was disgruntled and on the bench. Yeah. And it was right at the I end just, of the season. Yeah, Pelicans, he didn't want to play anymore and he wasn't even hurt. Oh, that was Pelicans Kings. Yeah, that was disgusting. 15th row midcourt. The tickets were 27 bucks each. <laughs> <laughs> We we paid more for Katie's drinks on Bourbon Street that night than we did yeah, for. Yeah. <laughs> but don't remind me. That was disgusting. Yeah, I lost. Uh, I lost it for AD uh, then. I used to, used to be a fan before that. That was... that was the most entertaining part of the game. Was looking at him sulk like the oh, team yeah. team would do the huddle and he wouldn't even go in the huddle. He would just sit there. So Awful. it was like a you know right out of the Vince Carter playbook from from back in the day. All right. Next up, <laughs> Come on. the less no the less that can be said about this one, the better. But we, I guess, we we preview everything. We have the three and seven Rams oh, at, at at Kansas City without Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. KC has like this habit of not covering these big lines at home, but I I I I don't know, man. I don't see any way they don't win this game by like twenty five points. The Ram, the Rams, the Rams are worse than the Texans. The Rams are the worst team in the NFL. That's my, uh, that's my hot take. I've been saying it for a few weeks. So, Chiefs by a million, senior. Yeah, uh, easy win for the Chiefs. I can't even talk about it. I agree. Rams <laughs> are a joke. Perkins and the Rams. John. Yeah, there's uh, not, not, not much, uh, not much time to waste on the, the Rams. Uh, that's it. Bryce Perkins, uh, uh, anybody pick him up in fantasy this year? Oh, he came out of Virginia. Very good. Good for him. Good good luck for him. But, yeah, it's it's not going to – it won't be like the uh, the, that game from a few years ago. What was it, 51-50, whatever that classic from uh, – 51-3 is more like it. uh, But to to dispute something you said, uh, you know, about the Chiefs, uh, you know, defense – you know that game. The the Chargers had a chance in the end, and uh, on that first play, uh, Chris Jones uh, is a, is a difference maker on it. He is, yeah, yeah, he's he, a playmaker. He, you know, the guy that gets that that sack in in that fourth quarter that that's a big that's a big difference uh, as opposed, it is. opposed to, to 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 Bozo, whoever nobody on the Chargers is getting close to. Uh, yeah, their their defense home, so. is yeah. is certainly good enough with the offense yeah. they have. You know, their defense is is going to make enough plays. For, yeah, I mean they only defense, need to make, like exactly. I I, I agree with enough. that. You can put up points on them. I don't know that the Rams are going to. Um, it's just an ugly game, and we skipped this one. I'm sorry. One o'clock. Texans at Miami. 
<laughs> no, don't be sorry. Oh. <laughs> don't be the uh, the who's the Mills has benched. Uh, I forget. Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. Yeah, Kyle Form, Allen. Former former uh, commander. Yeah, he was respectable, but. Uh, I mean, Miami's not, defense is it good? And I mean, they, um, Pierce could run the ball, but I mean, Miami's offense is so good, and the Texans' defense is so so bad that. It almost, like it's another one. It's really tough to see it not being just a complete blowout. Thirty-one yep. six Dolphins. Nah, <laughs> I, the the Texans hang in there. Well, Lovey keeps them fighting, uh, so it'll, it'll be a you know ten or thirteen point victory for the Dolphins. Yeah. All right, senior, you like uh, upset special here, Texans? No, no, the, the track team walks to another one. Sprints right. to another win, I guess I should say. We only got a co- three games left. No, we come on. Don't. 4, 4, 25 p.m. The Saints oh, at, come on. At, four, at four and seven. Red well, Rifle. Coming off a big victory against the Rams that they, uh, you know, they, they barely beat the, the hapless Rams. Going to San Francisco. They're rolling, baby. Nice the Niners, the Niners look good. The Niners look good. This, uh, I mean, if, if the Niners are a real team, which everyone seems to think they are, this game's this is a, this is an easy win for them. So, um, I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm fully bought in yet, but I don't think this I don't think say the Saints are the team to to challenge them. So, gotta like the Niners. Don't you think it could be a thing where you know this this team partially due to injuries, they didn't get off to a great start. And it's kind of, in a way, it's kind of that nice formula where you just keep building it up and you're playing your best football at the right time of year that the 49ers look like they could be having that kind of season. It's starting to round into form now. It's almost perfect timing. They're, they're really good. I, I think by the time we get to the playoffs, the odds makers will have them favored to come out of the NFC. Never mind win the, just win the division. Just my opinion, but yeah, obviously they roll in this game. Ah, well, senior, you were you were on from the beginning, but uh, I'm gonna jump on the bandwagon uh, late because uh, you know, my, my Green Bay uh, pick isn't gonna happen, so I'm, not, I'm switching to the Niners. But yes, especially with the late addition of uh, McCaffrey. Really? But uh, as far as this game, uh, it's a it, it, it's typical issue. It, it it it's the career of Dalton, where like like one out of every uh, four or five games he. Uh, he, he does something decent and, uh, and teases you, and, and and then you know whoever whoever a fan of the team he's playing, you you're stuck with him for for the next. I still can't believe he's in there, and and Winston is healthy, and he's still not playing. I, I don't know what a disaster the Saints uh, this year. That 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 might be Dennis Allen might be another one and done coach. Yeah, and I mean the the Niners, it's we'll, we'll we're gonna get the proof over the next few weeks because after this game. They have Miami, Tampa, Seattle, and the Commanders. That's four real teams back Good. to back. Yeah. Their wins. So they have six wins. They've beaten the Rams twice, Car- Carolina, the Cardinals, and then they did get a nice win over the Chargers, and they beat Seattle in the second week of the season. So they really haven't, you know, when, when they've, you know, the really the, the, the best team they played is the Chiefs who completely rolled them in, in San Francisco three weeks ago. But remember, so, they're, getting, they're getting healthier. They're almost fully healthy. And they've, so they've added those pieces and they've added Christian McCaffrey. They have, a, they have as, maybe as good a defense as there is in the mm. league. And look at, look at the weapons on offense. I mean, if Jimmy G, if Jimmy G just distributes the ball, you know, I mean, he's in an enviable position. They were really, really, really hard hard offense to deal with. With all that said, they scored 22 points against the Chargers, who don't have a good defense. You saw what Mahomes did to the Chargers. And they're rolling. They're just they're getting into form now. And you all saw right. Them all last week. We'll they see. They don't have to score a gazillion points. They're, their offense is an offense that does control the ball a lot. You know, it's not huge home run plays. And I just they, and they have a major league defense. And they, they get, and the two-headed running back is real good. You got McCaffrey and then a, and then a battering ram that comes in behind them. And Debo is so versatile. And I wish Kittle could play every game in Mexico. They love him over there, and it seemed like he fed off of it. But he's 
after after Travis Kelsey, he's as good as it gets at the tight end position. That, that team is loaded. But it's also they, a blessing to them that nobody wanted Jimmy G. Because and they, 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 do, they, out, they would be screwed if they didn't if the he didn't stick around. They do look good. They 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 look good on paper. They look good. But just wanted to, you know, we were doing some Ravens Ravens bashing earlier about their schedule and just wanted to point out that they you know that the Niners haven't exactly beaten a who's who of teams here like and the, the good teams they've played other than the, you know they but they beat Seattle week too so that's a nice win but well we it's all we'll see but they should roll this week against against the Saints if they don't it's a uh, it's a pretty it's a red flag oh, it's going to be a red flag it's going to be a long day for the red rifle <laughs> most likely most likely <laughs> all right then we have sunday night football which um uh, we we say this every week about the packers game that early in the you know when the schedule makers made this one it seemed like it would be a great competitive matchup but we have the green bay going to philadelphia to the link to take on the nine and one eagles who you know frankly Come on, NFL! It's flex time. Uh, they should have got Bengals Titans in there. Damn. I know they probably really yeah. said there's nothing yeah. really worth flexing. I mean that's, <laughs> but I, I I didn't hit my Colts pick, but I came damn close. Oh, yeah. The Colts the Colts played the Colts Good played effort. them tough, and two weeks in a row, really the the Eagles have not have not played particularly well. Yeah, the last they're... two weeks. Their defense really showed them down because I didn't uh, I didn't see anything on the uh, red zone at all with, with the Eagles to the fourth quarter. So and the Colts defense must have been inspired by uh, Vince Lombardi Saturday, uh, the next great coach. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I mean some of it. I mean the, the the Philly offense didn't play well against the Commanders either, and. You know, I like like we we say I say it about the Vikings, right? That they've, you know, they 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 win close and it's ugly. Well, that's that's what that game was, right? Was them winning close and it was ugly. And the Philly Philly didn't play well against Houston either. So you could be seeing some like like they certainly haven't looked like world beaters. With all that said, it's good for me. It's kind of a similar story to Saints 49ers where. I don't. I do think Philly is beatable and vulnerable. I also know that Green Bay is not the team to do it. Right? They had that one game against the Cowboys where they pulled the rabbit out of the hat, but right back last week to horrible, horrible offensive team, the Green Bay Packers. I. I just. I think Philly's vulnerable. I just don't think Green Bay can do it. I just don't think they'll be able to score enough. So another, you know, seventeen thirteen or something like that for the for the for the Eagles. John. Nah, yeah, not not much to say. Eagles easy. Senior. Yeah, I see it as a nice, relaxing win for the Eagles. <laughs> beautiful senior beautiful so senior senior like uh you got to take one shot every week at aaron so that's that's good. Uh, he, the, he brings it on himself is, yeah, this the last, is this the last week we have to see them uh are they they have any prime time games they, they got to get flexed if uh, if they have any because yeah i'm tired, I'm they, tired they, they've been they, them and the broncos have i've had uh way too much in my life of both of those both of those teams that's yeah, right. Show I'm, us the Bears any day. Unfortunately, well, at least ahead, the Bears games are exciting. That's right. Get, That's what I'm get, get, get this. Looking ahead, uh, 12 19. Uh, yep. You can make plans on so, that Monday night. Rams and Packers. Uh, you, you can make plans on that Monday night. Maybe the Celtics or something they're playing. Uh, because, nah. yeah, you, know, you don't need no football that night. Yeah, Monday night games, unfortunately, can't be flexed at this stage. So. What an awful game. Yeah. That's as bad as it gets. Yep. All right, and last but not least, we have the aforementioned Jeff Saturday-led Indianapolis Colts on Monday Night Football hosting Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's a tough one, I guess. I I, I saw the line on this game was only two and a half, which I, I really didn't agree with. I don't I don't think the Colts are great. But the Steelers are awful, and they're on the road. The Colts have looked a lot better with. And I'm not gonna. They, 
you know, tongue in cheek with the Saturday stuff. But since they put Matt Ryan back in at quarterback and Jonathan Taylor has gotten healthy, they've looked like a more reasonable version of the team we expected them to be this year. Where I I I, I think I don't think the Steelers have much of a chance in this game. I I, I like the Colts by by a bit. Colts Colts big. Steelers suck. John. No, um, Steelers. Uh, they got a. T.J. Watts back, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. They 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 don't quit, and uh, and and Tomlin's going to show uh, you know how a coach who who grinded and uh, grinded his way and, and and stayed in it didn't didn't just get a job because he was drinking buddies with the owner or something. Uh, Tomlin's going to give him a coaching clinic and uh, and put the Colts in and Saturday in their place. This is an anti-Saturday pick from you, John. <laughs> Not based on anything we've seen on the field. It's more I'm, I'm calling I, that I, out. <laughs> I, I like the guy. It's more. It's more against the owner and uh, and how things went down there. But uh, and it was a good effort against the Eagles. Uh, so yeah. So you kind of won that little uh, debate. But uh, but uh, no, nah, I'm going with the Steelers. All right, and last but not least, senior. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Colts. I'm. I, I like the philosophy the last couple of weeks where I don't know if it comes directly from Saturday, but they're leaning more on their running in. They put an experienced quarterback back in who, was, who isn't as awful as Ellinger, and they're going with they're leaning on their strength. Jonathan Taylor, they're running the ball more at a higher percentage, and they have a solid defense, solid enough to give the Steelers trouble, I would think. And I I think the Colts are just a more more well-rounded, solid team than the Steelers. So yeah, I, I take the Colts, not in a real blowout. This, uh, you know, a nice win where they're in control the whole game and they end up winning by seven to 10 points. All right. Yeah. I didn't think you were going to pick the Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So I just say, I just, I just happened to be on my, I, I don't ever tweet. And I don't know why, but I was just flipping through here while Senior was talking and came across this this gem from that I retweeted from September 24th, 2015. So this is a tweet from Cowboy Senior. John, Seven years ago. <laughs> John, you'll like this. If the G-Men lose to the Redskins tonight, <laughs> could it be time to fire Tom Coughlin? Question mark. Giants. Mm. Hashtag Giants have to hashtag NFL. So you can see that we've really come a long way <laughs> with, with, the, with the Giants, Jen. I have no memory of that at all, but I, uh, I believe I did it. Uh, that was, there was some two Super Bowl uh, bitterness uh, there. But you'll see you'll see where some of the vitriol hasn't hasn't worn off. So again, I tweet so little, and I guess I used to retweet you sometimes, senior. 10, 12 this used to be the quote curve. these heartless gutless clowns don't deserve to wear the same uniform exclamation point hashtag Steelers suck <laughs> there you go that's telling job, like senior. it is <laughs> fair and balanced senior fair and balanced I love it <laughs> <laughs> so i thought i thought that 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 little trip down memory lane would give you guys a chuckle in, in a week in a week that there's not a whole lot to uh get excited about Ryder has an all-star tournament a football all-star tournament on sunday so i'm gonna be doing that from like 10 to 3 they moved it from last week to this week and when i was like oh when when it happened last week i said oh good there's not a lot of good games this week so i'm happy they're moving it you're not missing anything, yeah. yeah. Um, and now, same thing, right? Perfect. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah you'll they, be you'll be home for the for the real, you know, the best time that the, that great four o'clock lineup that you that we just went through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm tuned into Niner Saints. It'll be big. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. All right, guys. So. Great time here on the North South Connection Podcast Network. Oh yeah, I got one thing to mention. Uh, Andrew, All right, our boys uh, Andrew Reese and Jordan Duncan. Uh, 
uh, drop the a their AEW podcast. You know what that means? An AEW podcast. Uh, they were talk they talked about Full Gear, an event that uh, I went to uh, last year, which was very good. Uh, and you and Rock uh, also watched at home. So tune into that. We did, and John and I tomorrow night yes. live in person in Boston Survivor Series. Yes, can't wait. Uh, hot weekend uh, today. Uh, the TD Garden is doing a doubleheader with the Celtics and and uh, Bruins in, in one day, and then tomorrow the Survivor Series. So hot action in Boston this weekend. Can't wait. Fantastic, Senior. Any 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 last parting shots? No. <laughs> The Steelers still, still suck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that note, everybody enjoy your weekend. We hope you all had a great Thanksgiving from our family to yours. For Mr. D'Amato and for Steeler hater for years, <laughs> Cowboy Savior. I'm the Cowboy and we're out. Enjoy the games this week. Peace.